Hello, and welcome to the My Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Gabrielle Genter, and I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of energy healers, shamanic practices, grounding in nature, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. This is a journey of being stripped raw to the place of knowing no thing, as it is there we are able to open our hearts to everything and create a new existence on Mother Earth. My hope is to demystify the process of becoming one with your higher self and sharing your light from that place, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Hi everyone, welcome back. I am getting over a cold, so if I sound funny, that's why. So, a lot has happened since my last recording, which even though it was last week, I recorded it about three or two or three weeks ago. So, we got married <laughs> and it was a, a beautiful, very small private wedding with just our family and a couple friends. And um, if you're watching on YouTube, I will share some photos. And um, <coughs> the day that we picked to get married was 10-10-2022. And the reason that I picked that date was because... <clears throat> When Richard proposed, it was on 1-1-2022, which adds up to 8. And when we'd talked about getting married, it was always when we found land, we would get married. And then we found this land. And then we wanted to have all, <coughs> all of his family fly in for it. And... I asked him what month he was thinking, and he said September or October, and I was like, oh, we were sitting at breakfast, and I said, oh, it's got to be on 1010, and I looked up, and there was a jersey of a guy with his back to me with a, the number 10 on it, and without really realizing it, it also added up 1010-2022 adds up also to 8, which is the infinity. It's Eight is um, manifestation and abundance and always, when turned on its side, is infinity, which if you guys have done a healing session with me, you'll know that that is how I get in to your energy. <laughs> and that came from my very first shamanic session with um, Lori Andrews, my shamanic teacher, <coughs> She, as she was in my energy, she asked me, how was I feeling? How was the energy coming to me? How did I uh, like see it or interpret it? And I said, it was an infinity loop. And then ever since then, I knew that's how energy moved. And that's how I could get into other people's energy fields, just jump on, jumping on that loop. But first, what I do in the session is I I slow down your whole system to the beat of Mother Earth, which is the waves of the ocean. And then I have you envision that those waves coming into your heart chakra 
and then that infinity loop going through your heart chakra, then back out to the ocean, and then coming back and going back. And that loop slows down the heart chakra enough that then I can start slowing down the rest of the chakras, and that's how I get in. So as this date came, um, I knew that was the date, and I knew that that was going to be the infinity of us. And, um, you know, all of the, the preparation and the planning and the getting all the family here, and then his family was here for uh, a week, and it was everybody staying with us. It was a lot of, um, I don't even think it was stress because I was enjoying all of it. But the moment everybody left, uh, I was down for the count. And by that, I mean, like, I, I had just gotten over COVID a month ago. So I was like, I can't, no one was sick. No one got sick at the wedding. Like not, no one else is sick. It was just me. And I went into this kind of cocoon state where I don't think I've ever been this sick before. And <coughs> I mean, to the point of, um, I haven't eaten a lot in a week <laughs> and something has shifted in me where I can't eat what I would normally eat. Um, like I remember the first time Richard tried to get me to eat, he made me, I asked for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I took one bite and I wanted to throw up. Then the next day he said, how about a grilled cheese? I took a bite of that. It was, I couldn't do it. Then the third day, um, I asked for soup. And he went to our local store and got me soup. And it was a butternut squash, <coughs> butternut squash. And I could, I could have some, some bitefuls of that. And then, um, then fast forward the next day or two, <coughs> I had, I had to make my own soup. And now I feel like, um, I, I don't know. I'm not even craving my normal smoothies, which is something that I, my body has been craving nonstop for the last two years. Um, I'm not sure. So we're going to see what, and I'll let you guys know what happens with that, but something shifted in me. Um, okay. I had a lot of, um, just these, ideas and thoughts and things moving through me as I like as you do when you're sick like you can't leave the bed and you're just like either shivering or freezing and and by the way I don't have COVID <laughs> it, I tested and it's not COVID it's just Richard said maybe it was just all this stuff from all, everyone being here and all the energies around us and I haven't yet felt in all right I've tried to feel into it and I don't know the answer so I don't know why, but I think it was a lot on my body. And I think something shifted the day that we got married because that night was when that, like my throat started to feel it. And I needed to get up and get a cough drop because I was like, did I, was I screaming a lot tonight? Like, why is my throat hurting so bad? Anyways, I think it's a shift. I think something shifted. And I know that when you join with another, something does shift and Okay, in in this cocoon, I kept getting this this vision of this time in my life where I was in Shanghai for work, and it was my first time there. And um, 
we were there, I think, for a week. And um, it was a great trip, you know, lots of work, dinners, entertainment, all the stuff. And that wasn't the, the point. The, the very last day, so we all flew in kind of together or met at the airport at the same time. But when we were leaving, we all took different flights home because we were going to different parts of the country or whatever. And so it ended up that me fly, me going to the airport was me by myself in, in, a, in a car. And um, all of a sudden, I don't know, I put my earphones on and there was a song that came on, you know, like your phone carries certain songs that you've downloaded at different parts, parts of your life. Well, this song was um, Strawberry Hill, I think it's called. And um, I got really sad and... Um, I don't know, like the scenery as I'm driving in this car is us leaving Shanghai and what, what that is. And I had, I took photos and I did take videos at the time, but I, I since have deleted them, but it's all of these huge high rises of, um, low income housing. And I mean like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cities of these, um, along the freeway as you're driving to the airport and something with married with that, because I was fixated on that and this song, I felt like something doesn't feel right. Like um, I was on the wrong trajectory of my life that I, even though I had made choices to be exactly where I was, something was off. Like it felt off kilter. And of course me at that time, this was, I had to look, I looked up the photo. So now I know it was in 2015. Um, me at that time was not an awakened person and I didn't know what was going on, but I remember feeling all of a sudden this low, like whoosh move through me of you're not in where you're supposed to be. And I don't know, I didn't know what to do with that, obviously. And I let it go. Well, in this cocoon state that I was in, it just kept coming up and coming up. And I don't know why, but today, as I looked up those photos, guess what date it was? The exact date and time that I am recording this now, seven years ago. Now, everything happens in seven-year cycles. And I know that this was a release of, of a part of me that had a life that was a totally different life. And it was someone that was ambitious and wanted to be involved with, with those things and cared about those things. And that girl's gone. And it was like a, a morning of that moment because how synchronistic can that be that it just so happens that Seven years ago, exactly right now, I was in that space. So what I want to talk about today is that every day of our lives, our spirit, our higher selves, our other dimensions, they're always communicating with us. And even if we don't have the tools yet to understand what they're communicating, they are communicating. And it's like, can we, this, and this word is used all the time and I use it all the time, but that intuition that I don't know why I feel this way, but I do is that it is that. 
and it comes up all the time. And it's literally those whispers that are coming to you to say something's off here. This is the right move here. Follow that thread. That person, you ignite with them because it's it's electric. There's a resonance. Like when I met Richard that night in Central Park, he laughed like my grandma. And I had this feeling of being home. It wasn't like um, the, uh, what's the word? The infatuation or the, um, you know, like when you're on a first date, like that, that excitement, even though I was attracted to him and that was there, it was more of a, you know, this feeling, you know, this resonance. And I didn't know that language back then. But now in hindsight, I know that all of these things have always been here, you know, and all of them are ways for us to really start tuning into them and listening to them. So (coughs) as then I'm in the cocoon and I'm sleeping (laughs) off and on, I had this notion that there was um, something that I needed to go watch again. And um This came out, I think, in 2019, and I'm going to not give away too much of it because if you haven't already watched it, I want you guys to experience it for yourselves, but it's called The OA on Netflix, and um, there's something that is... When I watched it the first time, I hadn't, wasn't awakened. I I remember, or it was at the very beginning, I think. And I remember thinking, that's such a cool show. But going back while I was sick and rewatching, it's like a gift because we attract each other. And every time that we are in a situation where we need each other, we are there for each other you'll notice that people come around you and are there as your solid foundation for a reason. They are your family. You know, it's something that manifests in this material world to be your guides, to help you on this plane. And even though most of the time we're unconscious to it, it literally we are each other's guides walking each other home. And I know I've heard that from Ram Ram Das before, and it's so true. When we aren't connected to the place where you can hear the whispers and you can hear that intuition loud and clear, we have manifestation of actual beings that come in and help you through all of it. So in the OA, it's just the perfect storytelling. Um, there's two seasons and the first season is the understanding. It's the dark night. It's literally the dark night of the soul and understanding how you start hearing that voice and how you start just, if it makes absolutely no sense. And in the whole thing, she's always like, I know I sound crazy. And again, this, this, loop came. Uh, How many times have I said that to people? I know this sounds crazy, but, and, and the reason it sounds crazy is because it's not coming from you. It's coming from outside of you, which is outside of this dimension, which is a bigger way of thinking, a, a higher vision, a way to understand what's happening here in a totally different way. Something that the mind could never construct 
because our minds are like, if A equals or A equals B equals C, then, you know, like you start this map and you start to put together like these synapses of this is how it works. But in downloads or connecting with yourself in a higher plane, it doesn't work like that. It's just like whoosh. And it's, it is a whoosh. It's like a, I've, I've tried to explain it so many times in different ways, but it's like a, all of a sudden, you know, something that you didn't know a second before. And it's like a light bulb. It turns a light bulb on in a, in a room that you're just like, wow, I didn't know this existed inside of me. And that is the connection. And then it's trusting it no matter what happens, no matter how crazy you look, no matter how scared you are doing it, you know, um, putting yourself in, in situations that maybe your ego or your personality would be way too afraid to do, or like doesn't want people to know them for these things or, um, you know, has this uh, this outside view to uphold in themselves. Well, that's going to throw that off because it's not your ego. It's not like I I always tell you guys like I am an introverted person, and if you know me as a as a person, you would know that. But what I share here is my soul. I am sharing something that's not my ego. And when I turn this camera on, that's what comes through because I'm, I'm opening my heart so that you guys remember your own hearts. And I realized that even in the energy group that we all have, the only way that came together is by an opening of the heart of all of us. And it's some, it's a collective, like, uh, a collective breath that makes room for that light to be shared. But it doesn't change, like, I still have a personality, and that personality is introverted, you know? Um, unless I feel really comfortable, then I can, like, open up more, but... Now I look at why am I sick? Well, there were so many energies in our space and I was open to all of it. And I tried my best to receive all of it. And it was a lot for me. And um, that's okay. You know, I, I think like even our house now, it's like so secluded in this in this um, womb space and that's my gift, you know, that's what what was brought into our lives because I need that space. I need that protection around me. But at the same time, I can give my heart completely open this way, you know, <laughs> like, so it's like, how, how does that work? Well, it's because of the time that we're in that I can do this. But the reason that I want to share this is because you guys are all here to give your hearts. And, and your ego is not going to know how it's going to come. <laughs> I'm telling you that. It's going to come from a place that's going to scare you to death. Your mind's not going to be able to come up with a plan. 
It's going to be a movement. It's going to be something that's going to scare you to death. And at the same time, liberate yourself and liberate, liberate that part of you that's just been dying to come out. So <laughs> all of these things uh, are in the OA. <laughs> and when you get to the second uh, season, it goes even deeper. And then we're talking about parallel lives and understanding that you are able, <laughs> and I always have talked about this, to move through your dimensions. I do it in my sleep, but people in, in, this, in this show, you'll see how they do it. But it's something that exists, and I believe that this story came through as a beacon of hope to show us that there it is there and as you watch it i want you to open up your heart to it and really like it's just fantastic <laughs> so i cannot like tell you guys enough about it and i don't want to give anything away so i can't go deep into it but you'll start to see what I'm talking about. Every single nuance, every single idea, uh, uh, and it's creative. Like that creative spark is not you. It's not your ego. It's coming through you. It's something that's connected to you in another dimension that's pushing you to, to express it here. And that's where I am right now. <laughs> so, um, yes, this feels like, uh, I always say a rebirth, but no, it feels like an opening and so, so beautiful. I mean, oh, I want to share one other story. Um, one of my best friends that was here for the wedding, uh, he is just such a light, like, we met through a mutual friend in New York and um, just right away he was a soulmate for me and um, we were roommates for a time and when you know someone's soul that deeply you can see them in a way that sometimes they can't see themselves so he was talking to me about the people that he's dating and um and asking like when it's his, when will it be his time and when will he find the right one and and honestly the truth was that it's not about the right one it was about him and him opening his heart at the right time and when i think about that even when is the right time like me opening up like this right now is it the right time i'm going to trust that it is and I said that to him, like, it, the person, it doesn't matter. It's all you. Because once you open that space up and are allowing yourself to receive it back, it automatically is. Like, there isn't anything that else that can, hap <coughs> can happen because it's the infinity loop. It's energy. You're pulling it back to you. You're giving and you're receiving. What you give is what you receive. And so then he went home and he went on a date. <coughs> he went on a date and he texted me and he said, you're right. It That's what it was all along. I just needed to open my heart and I need to work on opening my heart. 
And it sounds so primitive and so easy, but it isn't. Like there, we have so many um, hurts and so many things that have told us to close it. But man, the beauty on the other side of just letting that door open and just receiving back what you are is the most beautiful thing that exists in this planet. And that's what they're trying to tell us. <laughs> that's what they're trying to get us to share. And I just want that for everyone. So, um, Thank you for listening, <laughs> and I hope that you guys are well this week. Um, I'll see you next week. Let it